Hello. Hello, hello. You okay? Yeah. Pardon? Yeah, I'm fine. But? I'm just deciding if I should have made a cup of tea. <laughs> well, oh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. How yeah, are you, Tom? I feel very weird. What? Okay. Well, this is a great start. No, I, I don't know what's happened to me, but I feel very, not lethargic. I feel like a mixture of lethargic and like I've got caffeine shakes. Uh-huh. Because, and, and I just don't know, like it's like of like my head's like heavy and it's weird it's just oh dear i feel like at points i was like am i gonna collapse when i was cooking earlier like it's just it's very very odd but anywho more important things to press on with like and put this. your tiny violin away put my tiny what violin yeah well more important things to press ahead with like as we we're going to discuss today which is bum 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 self-esteem um let me do a little preamble so the reason why i thought that now is a good time to talk about this subject is obviously we all know what's going on but to be more specific to the uk experience um august what do you mean what's going on well obviously coronavirus oh right yeah yeah. well i just wouldn't make that link that coronavirus links to my self-esteem or coronavirus then goes into lockdown which affects your self-esteem so i wanted to obviously explore that but yeah um the reason why i've chosen now to well i've suggested now not chosen like i put my foot down um <laughs> the reason you why don't want to see tom when he puts his foot down i actually do <laughs> but very i seldom do it though it's it's a very big moment when it happens oh he he physically puts his foot down and i do apologize when i do do it but there are times where i have to put my foot down anywho so <laughs> it's like it's a euphemism or something but it really isn't it's he he genuinely just like places his foot on the ground and then we all know what happened yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny no but you can tell when i do do it i'm not doing it like out of spite or no or, I, you're acting like everyone shudders around you no i literally just laugh my ass <laughs> off when you do it because it's like oh he thinks he's a big man okay <laughs> no it means it's final oh. anywho yeah um look okay going back to what i was saying the reason why i think now is a good time to talk about self-esteem is if we look at um if we look at how things are playing out with lockdown um so at the moment on july the 7th i have to timestamp this unfortunately no because people can get um, understand the context so we're approximately three weeks away from furlough being like to begin uh, the beginning of furlough being um, wound down unless there's there's a big like um finance um the the chancellor is doing a big announcement tomorrow but at this stage as things stand um between august and october um basically the the level of contribution that employers have to pay to furlough is going to go up and obviously with it is the an increased level of jeopardy in terms of like will staff be able to keep their jobs Uh and stuff so i felt like there's going to be um because obviously the economy's taking a real battering so there's going to be like a a strong like probably like a large proportion i don't know it depends like obviously everyone's situation is different but long story cut short there will be some casualties in this yeah and um and i feel like a lot of people are gonna get like confronted in terms of like their self-esteem they're obviously gonna feel a type of way in terms of 
that those decisions being made a lot of people are gonna have to regroup um even like as uh, this might sound dark but like um you know how like obviously six forty or forty four thousand people have died so like Jeez. a lot of people have lost loved ones and like imagine the effect that some of those loved ones could have had like the passing of that person can have on you as a like as yeah, an individual because it's like your whole world is being turned upside down and i feel like now is a good time to like take stock into like potentially like arm yourselves just in case that there is like hopefully nothing happens to you but if in in the like sad reality like in the case that something does happen to you or if if it happens to somebody that's close to you yeah hopefully this discussion today can like help like help signpost essentially and help just arm more people because the more people that are armed in the community um the better i hope it will be in terms of like softening the blow and like putting the arm around the person yeah um so that's why i feel like now's a good time because i feel like this big thing is coming down the tracks obviously there's we still haven't got a grip of the virus and like it's still early days as well it's not like we're coming out the end of the tunnel but i still feel like this is like a major like checkpoint or a a chapter or a yeah a milestone so yeah um do you have any thoughts on that or um i so i think i agree with what you're saying the only other thing i would say is that hopefully we can talk about it from also just the personal perspective yeah because the experience of lockdown yeah it's been it's been interesting like i know but i don't know about you but But i'm saying we we had this on the list for i mean probably since the beginning since the beginning and i think i've always wanted to talk about it just more in general Mm. but then i think the the lockdown and coronavirus and all of this wider societal like changes has prompted you to sort of want to talk about it yeah like it felt uh, don't get me wrong I, we could have spoken about this at any given time but i feel like the time but i feel like we just... should still talk about it yeah we should still okay. should definitely but like right now yeah <laughs> and we will right, okay but in just... the next two minutes <laughs> yeah i just wanted to outline and sure, frame sure. it <sighs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's start with started? the general first before we get stuck <laughs> so into. So can the... I say though that there's so there's the for me there's there's the individual, then there's the local, then there's the global, right? That's kind of how I how I view it. So self esteem can be discussed in the context of like how you view yourself, but also how it impacts your relationships, um, friendships that kind of stuff and then how it kind of and your career and then how it kind of goes out to um the wider sort of societal stuff like culture religion um all of these things shape our self-esteem in some way yeah i was gonna say it's like a boomerang like even though there are external events they can have an impact on how you feel so there's the the i guess interruptions if you could call it that like coronavirus is something that's sort of swooped in and shifted everything and also, but we've also but sorry but we've yeah. also just got the continual like cultural like if you're from a specific culture that perpetuates a certain idea about for example gender or womanhood then you're going to build some kind of idea of what that is for you net positive and negative mm. i was going to say also as well like um i feel like 
the com most conversations about self esteem get viewed from a negative like scope. Like there's also yeah. the positive side. Like we forget high sen high self esteem is actually a thing. Um, and like having a healthy relationship, obviously that's where we all well, like that's to kind land. Of the aim, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like another thing, hopefully we can discuss um, is in our attempts to like self soothe, because that's what I believe having good self esteem is. Is like the ability to self soothe yourself. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's that tipping point where you can tip over into like like having a negative relationship with your ego. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, you you. You take it away. Sorry, what? So you've waffled on that whole time, and but now I've got to carry it. Uh, no, I was Damn. like, <laughs> what do you mean? What? Okay, I carried the but intro. So, um, <laughs> you know, anyone can do an intro. Try doing a whole episode. I've got notes. Um, so I'm not coming to this. I haven't line. got any notes because I thought we were going to come at this like super chill. How long has this been? Intro been like literally ten minutes. Can we move on? Eight minutes. Okay, that's just as bad. Right, I'll stop waffling. The um. Okay, so if we if we go from the individual level, so I think it, firstly I think it's in, it's maybe important or interesting to think about like you said self esteem um, through the lens of ego because I don't know if everyone or anyone listening to this has listened to our episode on ego, but this you could essentially title this ego and self esteem. Do you know what I mean? Like this is just an extension of that conversation in some ways, because our if the ego is the kind of presenting self, the thing that we project outward, um, it's it's also the thing that we project inward. It's the the view of ourself that we that we believe, whether it's true or not. It's just the view of ourself that we believe. So you can have really high self esteem. Um, or really low self-esteem that's still connected to ego and ego is not just arrogance so I don't know if that does that make sense yeah but I yeah I guess yeah it does like because as I just said like when we talk about self-esteem it's normally about low self-esteem but there is also high and then I but guess that I'm the saying, same way yeah. with ego is like we think about ego in a negative way so you think that if you have low self-esteem way. you don't have an ego no 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 that's yeah. still your ego is what I'm saying so um the the i guess the difference between having sort of self-esteem and arrogance is that it's self-esteem is rooted in i suppose what i what i would argue is a fundamental truth or a fundamental understanding that you are worthy that you are that by being in the world you deserve to be in the world um and I think what happens is we are born worthy and we're told for the rest of our lives that we're not in some way. Um, and that's through so many mechanisms like the the gender you're born into or the um, the religion, the culture, the the dynamics in your family, the the way you're raised, the schools you go to, the friends you make, the jobs you have, everyone you interact with in your life in some ways impacts you and in your especially at the at the those formative years when you're trying to form a sense of self and you're trying to navigate you know new relationships and ways to communicate you're just trying to center yourself in some way and find where you fit in and that is going to be shaped by external factors 
and the question is is do you come out the other side with a strong sense of self and and with a fundamental knowing of self-worth or do you come out of it with some sort of chinks in the armor in a sense of you know you've now got some complexes or you've got some unhealthy view attitudes to self you are particularly arrogant when it comes to relationships or you're self-serving when it comes to friendships or you're um a people pleaser when it comes to you know your family or your workplace so what are the things that are I guess formed when you're on the conveyor belt of childhood that when you're churned out the other side you've you've just developed a view of self that is positive and negative and it's also nuanced it's just that an example for me is that um I I think I've I don't know how to make sense of like saying this but I think I have like low self-esteem when it comes to certain aspects like um like particularly my career I think I've like struggled with that where I've always like wanted to like prove myself prove myself all of this um and I suppose in education I never thought I was clever enough that kind of thing but then on the sort of opposing side I was I think I'm quite entitled when it comes to relationships so I think I deserve like do you know know what I mean like I was was very sort of egotistical I think when I came in into a relationship with you for example like I was like I deserve this and this is what I and I think this it's important to have that and it's important to know what you want and to know what you deserve but I think um like I I I sort of develop an unhealthy attitude towards relationships where I think I deserve more than what I actually give in some ways does that make sense so I think you come out whatever your worldview or whatever your life sort of experiences are you come out of it um with you know I guess nuanced ideas of self-esteem so in some areas of your life you're going to feel one way and others you're not um but the question is is can you root that back to a fundamental knowing of self-worth that ultimately you deserve to be here but then also couple that with you know whether you're looking at your your view of yourself through the lens of ego that just because your low self-esteem doesn't mean that that's not something you can address you can't address does that make sense and that ultimately your what you need to fix is your ego it's not the self-esteem you need to fix it you need to fix your ego you need to fix the view of yourself that is distorted from the truth i feel like um one of the guiding lights that can help you like get there essentially if there is a place obviously it chops and changes no matter what situation you're in um i feel like the guiding light is like authenticity like being authentic exactly um because uh, like like for example if you're if you've seen okay let's take your relationship one for example yeah if you've seen that an example of somebody that appears to be confident and is saying that i know what i deserve i know what i want and stuff that might um how can i put it and you see that arrogance is like uh, i'm butchering this basically that's not an authentic experience to you like how that person may be displaying that sense of self-worth may not necessarily be like the same place where you derive yourself your sense of self-worth do you get what i'm saying or- yes and coupled with that is judgment so judging others is a form of ego in some way because it's like self-validation you're now now, and and 
when you come when we come into judgment and this goes to your broader conversation about how the coronavirus is going to sort of test us all um you know and, and has been testing us all with job losses furloughs insecurity in general you know obviously insecurity with our health insecurity with our job um the question is also you know sizing yourself up against other people um comparing yourself judging what others do and judgment's healthy from a perspective of um placing yourself and knowing like what your values are it's good to challenge yourself in terms of okay well this person's done this or that or whatever and what do I think of that and and being open to you know different ideas and that kind of thing but often I think what actually happens is we we've already got a set idea of what is right and wrong in our head and what what is okay um like for example with relationships like there's a reason why slut shaming is like a real problem a real thing is that and I've, I'm so guilty of that, where I've, I've judged women for sleeping around or for having multiple partners. Um, and I've never placed the same judgment on, on men, but besides, which is just rooted in misogyny. But beyond that, I think the reason why I was judgmental is that I, oh, I would never do that. Does that make sense? So yeah. you're like comparing yourself, you're sizing yourself up against other... It's other like, people's actions yeah. and you have to kind of go into authentic authenticity yeah. you have to sort of decide um look at things more openly and let with less judgment from a place of you know what are, what are, what am i what are my boundaries what what am i okay yeah, with your own thresholds don't yeah, and just, just and, a- and also own it like if your boundaries are are you know 50 men a week then that's your boundary yeah. and you own it and that's your thing right yeah i feel like that's i feel part of the problem is is that um because obviously we look to our peers and we're influenced like yeah. by many people and stuff we often like take like say thresholds or judge or judgment levels off the shelf yes. rather than forming our own ones that's so true and i feel like that's the cause of so much problem because um if you're feeling low self-esteem it's because like it might be because you're judging yourself based on somebody on else's like so criteria so as opposed true. to like making up Ooh. your own and also as well like not factoring Clicks. in Clicks not, for time. <laughs> not factoring in like the the changes in situations like what applied in one situation might exactly. not necessarily apply in this one and i feel like as as you said at the beginning like i really do or as we discussed at the beginning like the same way how ego is very very slippery and it's very very hard to like pin it down or yeah. to um to know where it is half the time or know how it shows up or yes. and i think it's the same with self-esteem as well like it's like the other side of the coin or it's like um another aspect of the ego or something i, I know i, I came yeah. at that episode like not knowing much about ego but i hope i'm getting to some sort of like i think what it is understanding is like we it, just the, we yeah sorry finish your thought no no i mean i just i hope i'm like because i'm basically trying to say that like the same nuance that we approach ego with we should probably approach our sense of self-worth and self-esteem in the same way yeah. and just understand that it's a very very nuanced thing and it's not like a a one rule fits all i mean one size fits all like i have low self-esteem or i have high do you get what i'm saying yeah just... and i i think that was part of my problem was that i just always told myself that I had high self-esteem mm. because 
I, in certain circles or in certain spaces, I would be the confident one or I'd speak up or I'd do this or I would have these principles that I would stick to or I'd have these strong opinions about certain things and I was, you know, wise beyond my years, I was told and stuff like that. So I just built up this sort of persona of, yeah, I guess it built up uh, a complex around that, but it was only attached to certain things like relationships and friendships, whereas in my education in my school life I was constantly thinking I I and forever do think that I am not intelligent enough or I'm not the smartest person in the room I'd never put my hand up da 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 um so I think what happens is you you we don't like you said like we don't see we don't see self-esteem in a nuanced way and it I think it is possible to have high self-esteem in some areas and low self-esteem in others but I think what it ultimately roots back to is is a a lack of authenticity or a lack of I guess unity with self so being able to make peace with all of those facets of myself and I think because I had this idea of myself as having high self-esteem I wasn't quick enough to address where I was low in self-esteem does that make sense yeah and it didn't occur to me almost that I had low self-esteem um in other areas of my life like really really low self-esteem like feeling completely worthless it's like we basically box ourselves in like and we box ourselves in very very quickly and but um, how can I address those things if I've if I'm presenting to the world as a confident has you know I have high self-worth and in some spaces I do think of myself in that way, but then sometimes it aired on the side of kind of unhealthy where I thought I was owed something. Um, so yeah, I mean, you have to identify where this plays out in your life, but more importantly, I think, try and, try and root it all back to a sense of, almost like grade it all from, you know, an A plus to, to an F and then find your average and then go from there does it make sense like find because ultimately like it like authenticity is is unity it is making peace with all of yourself right and then behaving and acting in a way that is at peace with who you are on the inside not how you behave in certain spaces that there's a difference I i was just thinking about um the, like our, our hopes and dreams can sometimes potentially trap us as well because yep. you may not necessarily like be where you want to be or you're on your way traveling to some sort of goal or achievement or something and sometimes I feel like if we feel like we're falling below or like going off track or like do you get what I'm saying yeah like, like that can make really it, play let, let me just add some well. fuel to that fire which I think is more common amongst amongst the, like those of us yeah. that you know don't have a specific passion it's not knowing what our passion is so that is often such a a crushing realization that from from when you were in year eight year nine picking your GCSEs you were being told that you had to find something you were going to do for the rest of your life no one told us that your careers can change and you can literally and statistically you do just jump from career, career to career um but you know being told that you have to find something and then forever thinking okay well I don't know what that is yet I don't and and just sort of doing the stepping blocks because you have to um so not having a passion is is you know 
anxiety ridden. Yeah. The reason why I brought that up is because I, I was thinking to myself, not everybody's like actively comparing themselves in their mind. Yeah. Like it may be happening like subconsciously. And I was thinking oh, God, yeah. what's one of the ways that it could happen um happen self like subconsciously is like obviously as you said, like we all go to school and like we're we're told that you have to have a career path or people have like a plan for their life. Yeah. Or um they or, want or to, your parents have yeah, one. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. And I feel like sometimes <laughs> that can be a, a true source of like either low self-esteem or even in term like in some cases pushing you over if you're like ahead of where you want yeah. to be um like helping you like basically making you develop like a negative ego or a a big do you get what i'm saying yeah Yeah, it's just it's very again is what i'm just trying to highlight that it's it's insidious it's one of those really hard ones to nail down like it can pop up in so many ways it's is honestly we could do a whole just separate podcast channel on ego like there's so many episodes seriously i don't know if this is interesting do people find this let us know in the comments. <laughs> there is no comments. You just tune in every week and hope that send there's a topic a, that's send interesting. Send us a DM. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we don't, don't even, like it, you skip to the next week. We don't even track this. Like, we, just, <laughs> we just post it and hope for the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. If if um, if this is interesting, I guess try and find us and let us know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you said, it's, it is so deep. So, like, so going back to that kind of structure of thinking of the individual... Um, um, I think a big thing to, before we move on to the sort of societal or whatever oh, I've got uh, two more points to make on this but go on alright so I guess my last point on the individual is that um, the so, so it was going back to what I said about the, the not being quick enough to sort of address where there were areas of my life where I was displaying or I was clearly had very low self esteem and not being quick enough to address it the there are going to be um I I guess what I'm trying to say is that in trying to address that what I've realized is that it it's a continuum and it isn't something that you can just think of just basically think about all of the socialization we've had um let's take body image as an example uh, and this is something I, th- I again I thought I had like m- actually like I still make I jokes. I actually want to talk about body image oh, okay. right now. Well, yeah, well, let on. me let me talk let me address the wider point and then we'll go into that. Basically, thinking about the fact that it is a continuum and you're going because of the way we're socialized and the way we're basically conditioned to think certain things and then obviously we are we interact with so many different external factors like different people, different media sources, da 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 da. And that doesn't just get unraveled overnight. You know, like being aware of my low self-esteem um, is in, in certain areas is only the beginning. I, I can't, like, I think, I don't know, I've never been to therapy, but I imagine, well, I've been to counseling, but not like ther- like one-to-one therapy. But do they address it there? Like, I don't really know how you would address, you know, picking up, low self-esteem other than what I found to be helpful which is um mindfulness just going back to that again there's another episode on that (laughs) but just thinking about taking yourself out of the equation so getting your head out of the game self-esteem is so it's so rife with 
your your emotions and your thoughts and just being able to step outside of that and just see things objectively like I said like seeing seeing all the pieces of the puzzle that make up who I am um is you know and then it reveals to me okay in this area you've got some entitlement issues in this area you're very judgmental in this area you have zero self-worth in this area in this area and piecing it all together and seeing myself as as a holistic thing but recognizing that if that ultimately none of those things are who I am they're just they make up uh the 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 kind of I guess the body or the being that works in the world and does stuff but I am the awareness that's behind all of that I am the awareness and the stillness watching it all and that that is the fundamental truth of I am fundamentally worthy regardless of who I date who I'm friends with who you know what job I do how much I weigh um how intelligent I am, how I look, you know? So that's kind of where it's helped me to understand that I'm, as long as I always root back to that, I'll be okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing that ultimately helps underpin a way out of all of this is that like stepping back, like mindfulness is very important. I know we covered it like in some way through the meditation episode that we did. Yeah. But like, it really is, like constantly taking stock and like just having an outer body type experience like just stepping back and looking at the situation through somebody else's eyes like well, a, the eyes of of nothingness it's yeah. just it's just through like truth detaching it, yourself from exactly, the situation exactly. like essentially is what I'm, no i didn't mean like li- not literally somebody else's eyes yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you know what i mean just like taking a step back looking at the bigger picture um and all, a bunch of other phrases that insinuate that 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 phrase yeah Yeah, but (laughs) i just feel like um oh what's the word like yeah it's it's so key like even like even when things go good like it's still important to be mindful it's not just in the bad as well because you don't want to fall into the arrogance trap as well because that can easily happen and if you're not on on guard and like truly questioning yourself like it's it, you're not you're never really gonna get to the bottom or it like ultimately the whole point of like being mindful is to like if you're in a low um, self-esteem space you can boost your self-esteem by recognizing the situation and immediately divorcing yourself from the negative feelings that you may be feeling as a result of what just happened. But this get, is the thing is yeah. that like you said, going back to your comment on authenticity and being honest with yourself, like being honesty is key. Like actually being brutally honest and truthful with with how you function and who you are will will lead you there but the i guess the two elements to this is like going back to that fundamental truth of i am ultimately worthy you have to also recognize that if you're if you're moving crazy with like your arrogance and your entitlement and high self-esteem like to the to to a fault almost then you have to recognize that that's also coming from a place of of lack right because what that says is if i don't do these things or if i don't get this treatment or if this person doesn't treat me in this way da, 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 like what does it say about me do you understand and also so, as well like that put, yeah as you said what does it say about me that that's not a nice feeling you're now questioning yourself like well this is what I i'm saying not, it all yeah. actually all ultimately comes back to low self-esteem yeah, exactly, if you're yeah. if you're if your high self-esteem is conditional is what i'm saying yeah. right so 
when you haven't been validated that when, day exactly you haven't been given so your <laughs> your your entitlement or your unhealthy view of self your narcissism whatever it's it again is attached to external forces that someone's needs someone deserve needs to treat you in a certain way for you to feel like you're you're des- you know that you've um you've got what you deserve that day but if if that was all to fall apart what what are you left with right so i think it ultimately like taking taking responsibility for yourself and being honest with yourself and all of your flaws will will lead you there but um just reversing low self-esteem and and making a choice to i'm gonna go get some self-esteem today and like i want high self-esteem i don't think that's the that's the goal either right it's just about coming to a place of of um building yourself up to where you have that you can be confident in in who you are knowing that you ultimately belong that you ultimately are you ultimately matter that you're worthy that you're deserving of living and thriving in the world and then also having us having humility if you're on too far the other side right so it's kind of like building confidence and having humility as like the two forces that can keep you in balance yeah i was gonna drop these at the end but i feel like you know what screw it I'll oh, just <laughs> he's gonna drop some truth no not truth it's just like <laughs> um solutions essentially come through but I feel like maybe we can discuss them because like it the, is... the conversation's just taken us down a no but <laughs> um, oh it's flowed in such a way that we can perhaps talk about the what what are they no so I'm gonna drop these now and then I'm gonna come back to the body I haven't image seen these by the way because I've not forgotten about the body imagery um, so the first thing that I wrote down was like about like changing your story of yourself and not boxing yourself in based on that circumstance mm-hmm. and like get in the habit of like reframing how you view things like become your own spin doctor without the gaslighting yourself yeah damn like just like the same way and I know this is really negative and I'm not trying to bring politics into this but <laughs> but he's about to bring politics into this <laughs> Like how can I? No, no, that's me. Actually, that's that's gonna just lower the whole tone of the conversation. Um, let's not take okay inspiration from negative people. Let's Fair just play. say that I was gonna bring a certain person in, but that's that. Is that a certain person running for presidency right now? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Yeah. I was like, if you're gonna drop a Kanye thing in here, no, like, no, 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 no. You need no, to. Was, you need to get out of it. The clown. Oh no no no! We're not gonna. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, oh no 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 no, say... no 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 we're not gonna do it. <laughs> no 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 this this conversation's gone so swimmingly yeah i'm not okay not, look, let's just move to on. give you an overview and no. without getting into you, it okay you, you know might how well situ- say it yeah look you know how situation i'm just gonna be broad you know how situations happen and then they try to like redirect and get you to see it another yeah. way and like the spokesperson comes out and was like no what he really meant was it, like yeah, yeah all yeah. of that stuff like basically we're just doing that to ourselves the whole time yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're trying to like you know gain control so of the conversation or the agenda like how the public are viewing things so you need to see yourself as the public and you need to do your damnedest to spin this story to keep yourself in check well i would say stop spinning that's right well, yeah, spin be, is like uh, the be, effort yeah. to try and like position things in a way that's favorable but stop stop spinning yourself yeah <laughs> and that Look, is a great song <laughs> just suck the negativity of what out of of the negative inspiration i've taken and, and stay rooted to like the authenticity i hope you're you're keeping along with me here and yeah just like, anyway let me just go through this list because I, I can go off on a tangent 
Um, as I also wrote down, journaling helps you keep a sense of perspective as well. Because um, there's been times where like I've been overwhelmed and stressed, and if I've written down how I'm feeling, like I feel like there comes a point where I'm like, "Yo, am I really writing this? Is this how I'm really feeling right yeah. now?" Or um, you come back to it at a later date and you're like, "Nah, come on, you shouldn't have been feeling that way." Or like when you, um, I remember that on the weekend when we went to go see your mum and well, um, we all made social a joke. Distance, social distance. Yeah. Distance. Um, we all made a joke about um, uh, what's it called uh, school and what you'd say to your younger self like just don't worry like yeah. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying I feel yeah. like that whole like reframing because you know it's still important to that younger person but you know with a with, can like, you give cause... a bit more context so basically like I was talking about how I had like friendship problems at school and like school was like so bitchy it was a full like, it was a girls school whatever yeah and then and my mum would always just say, you know, none of this is going to matter in 10 years time, yeah. but I could never see it that way. I could obviously, and and then now I'm thinking, oh my God, if I have a teenage daughter, what what am I gonna say other than literally the same thing? Like, this isn't gonna matter in 10 years time. And I know, but, I know that sounds weird, but like, I, and I can't make you see anything else, but I promise you just like, <laughs> No, Just but that's the, perfect, that's the perfect, um, like, analogy in terms of, like, what needs to happen when you go through life and stuff. You need to realise that that moment or that event that you had is literally just that. It's just a moment and or an event. And it, it this too shall pass, as people like to say as well. Like, it's just... Yeah, but also acknowledging that trauma is a thing. And yeah, like, you'll go feel through, it. Well, people go through things yeah. and it, it can change your brain psychology. Like, trauma can do that yeah. to a person. But it's just, I'm just I'm just. I know saying, what you're trying, yeah. you're kind of saying, like, less, maybe the less serious stuff. No, I'm even for the really, like, oh, shit, the really, okay. like, deadly serious oh, stuff. Oh, I promised like, myself I wouldn't swear. I just, I just yeah. did an S-bomb, sorry. <laughs> No, I'm being honest. Like even the really deadly serious stuff. Like, and I'm not. I'm not trying to make light of it, but just know that you know how you're you, right. You're right. How you feel, how you felt back then. I'm sure it's much less than how no, you but feel it, now. no, no. That's not what it is. What it is is, no matter what you've been through, like even the most heinous circumstances, like the most traumatic experiences a person could go through, that ultimately still doesn't and shouldn't impact that you are worthy right yeah it, that shouldn't it, define should, you. it should it should come it, sh- it makes up it's part of the fabric of who you are but it's and it shapes your life experiences but it's not who you are on the fundamental and also, level case in point how many times have you how or how many songs are there about people singing about like ho- having overcome a situation and then that situation that was a source of pain and negativity now becomes like a badge of honor essentially yeah like i got through this i i'm like i'm stronger or the, yeah, the, I'm thinking of the Christina Aguilera no, one. No, you did not like, just off of okay. <laughs> and then like I'm a survivor, you Destiny's actually, Child, or actually just or, naming um, '90s pop <laughs> or Taylor Swift, Shake It S- Off, or like... sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm trying to like convey the attitude. Like, it... <laughs> I've really pissed you off now. <laughs> no, but I'm just trying to like. <laughs> I'm trying to illustrate my point. Yeah, but you lot. Um. Anywho, okay, I'll go down the what list. What's this thirty-year-old man naming Taylor Swift, Christina Aguilera, and Destiny's Child? Where Where's this coming from, my guy? No, I'm trying to pinpoint that energy. So, oh my no! Like, you've lost me. Can I? Can I take? Can no, I? Wait, we, no, 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 we were doing so well. I've got a quote here. I want to bring us back up, back up 
to standard. Can I've got I? some more. Well, um, go well on. not. I need a break from you for a minute. So I found this quote uh, from a few years ago. Someone that was on Humans of New York, which is a like Facebook blog thing. Um. Da, da, da. So I know this is sort of not linked, but hopefully when I read it, it'll make sense. Basically, going back to reflection of self and like you're not you're not exempt from from doing the work that you critique our leaders and everyone else for doing right so if everyone else is spinning you need to understand you're you're the spin doctor of your own life as well and to get out of that that headspace okay so this this person says i can't stand moral absolutism you know there's always that guy who wants to point out that martin luther king cheated on his wife as if he obviously couldn't have been a great person if he did something like that or someone will bring up an inspirational quote and get you to agree and then inform you that Hitler said it as if a good thought couldn't come from Hitler moral absolutism keeps us from learning from the past it's easy to say Hitler was a demon Nazis were all bad seeds that's simple but it's much harder to say is that humanity and is that me do you get what I'm saying the last bit loose me (laughs) so basically it's much easier to point the finger about other people and what they do and say and all of that but it's much harder to see how that is actually reflected in you as a, as a human being yeah because ultimately what what the most egregious sinful people in this in this world and in our past have done and do um is that they do it because they're capable of doing it because they're a human being and we are made up of the same stuff so we we too are capable of doing those things the question is is have we have we come to peace with that are we aware of what we're capable of and once you know that you are capable of those things you're less um i guess less judgmental of what others do and you not not that we shouldn't judge hitler <laughs> absolutely <should. laughs> absolutely should but i think what it what it says is it judgment not from a place of um he was the most evil human being we could ever conceive because yes that is true but he's also we we forget that last bit of the sentence like human being like we are human beings too and we can't just absolve ourselves from what we are all capable of which is which is doing good and bad things so what this guy says is like you know as soon as we hear that a good quote came from hitler we reject the good quote as if a good thing or a good thought couldn't come from someone like him but um and then equally we love to tear down you know the people that we um what is it the the people that we revere like gandhi and you know and look we have to be critical especially like right now we're all kind of thinking about these things and how our past and the heroes and the foes are uh how how they're viewed is very important we should view them in a really holistic way but equally like when it comes to how we view ourselves, we love to see ourselves reflected in in you know our leaders and in our i guess in popular culture and in our history and we are the first to sort of distance ourselves from something that is distasteful or 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 just damn right evil but we can't do that because 
That's like the flip side of what we it's were saying. It's basically based on ego that we think we're better than that. No, you, you don't. You're you don't know what you're capable of. So no, have some s- humility. I was saying that's kind of like the. I feel like in some sort of way that's the flip side of when we were talking about the external forces, like your parents' standard, or like yeah. you, like you're now projecting your own standards onto somebody else. Yeah, look, we should have standards that mean, you know, people don't commit genocide. That's just, like, standard. That should just be, like, basic human rights, human-level decency. But what what I think it's saying is that, I guess, taking it... That's a really really broad, like, mentions really broad kind of ideas, but sort of taking it down to our level of just when you're out in the world and you're seeing what other people are doing and not doing and you're, you're placing yourself against it but you have to recognize you're capable of those things. Like me taking it to that slut shaming thing. I'm, was I so judgmental because I was scared of what I was capable of in that situation that I would, what if, what if I tried that and loved it? I don't know, right? Mm. I haven't as it goes, but is that why I was so judgmental or is it, was it because I um, was jealous of someone having so much agency and confidence on that, over their body that I didn't have. The, so that the the question is not like, is this thing or that thing good, bad, right, wrong? Because it's very easy to have that conversation. It's much harder for us to see how it's reflected in ourselves and what it says about us as, as a society or us as, as a human being, as an individual, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we do that. We love to take external events or factors and place ourselves on the on the barometer of of human decency so another one that's just come come to mind is like we love to judge women that don't leave their domestic abusers right we've but would we can't how would you how would you know if you would do that like i don't know i don't yeah, know when you're in that situation and it's exactly time, like and this guy and you've got yeah. kids or you don't have kids it who, takes like, an immense sense of bravery man to be able but to but it's it and you know it's, it's that same thing of like well i would never stay in a situation like that but you don't know that and that person is a human being and has has lived a life as of you and we don't know what what that person is capable of or not capable of but equally you don't in that situation like more time than none i feel like you don't go into into a relationship like that thinking oh this is what i i'm i want a guy that's gonna be it happens over time and it happens gradually and no but i'm saying not to make no no no. like taking the situation itself out what i'm saying is that just basic we shouldn't have to be given those facts to have an understanding of what the situation is or to have empathy do you you see what I'm saying like I shouldn't have to convince you that like through the you know mountains of research on this that you shouldn't judge someone for not leaving a domestic situation then what I'm saying is that it shouldn't take that what it should what what should be happening is that it's just a fundamental understanding that you're not until you're in that situation you're not going to know and that what that human being is capable or not capable of doing are the same mysteries and unknowns that you would have if you were in that situation. So, you know, this, we can take it out of even just more, I guess, um, and it's another relationship example, but cheating. Oh, I'd never stay with someone if they cheated. I mean, yeah, maybe, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that would 
and I also don't know I don't think it should be a measure of someone's self like someone that doesn't leave a relationship because the other person she is I remember when I was younger I was so judgmental of that I was like I could never I could never and then I just don't think that it's that black and white anymore because now I'm in a situation where if if that ever happened I would hope we were stronger than that or I don't know or that we could get through it or that we've built enough trust that we could I don't know but what I'm saying is is I don't know and I have hopes that we would survive something like that but then I don't know if we would and I also wouldn't judge the situation if we couldn't right um I think the situation is so that 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 whole dynamic is so nuanced and it's 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 so symptomatic of wider problems within a relationship that you can't then judge somebody for choosing to stay or choosing to leave either way you know it, it, because we don't know the circumstance I don't know what I'm saying but do, do you get one where I'm coming from that just someone's outward actions should not be something or fuel for your fire to to now you know bolster yourself up or build up a, a higher tolerance for something or a lower tolerance for something for a situation you've never been in for a situation or, or a circumstance that you've never lived through um and you then sort of foster a sense of self or a self-esteem aspect that is like you said is kind of based on on i guess aggregate data <laughs> that is not experiential right yeah, you've got a very limited data set. It's, it's just, I feel like this, it just keeps coming back to like, you just have to keep yourself in check at keep all times. check. And regularly check Humility. in with yourself. Even, Humility. as I said before, even when you are feeling good, um, it's still important at all times. Like, I, I, that, I, it just blows my mind that some people want to sleep on mindfulness. Like, it's just... Yeah, I know. Like, yo, you need to, your life can be so much better if you can get a grip of it. I feel like, and yeah... Anywho, let me. I want to just like rattle some of this off and then get to the corona stuff. Okay. Um, so the other thing that I wrote down here is um, just this is a quick one in terms of like boosting your self esteem, giving yourself a small quick win, and having the feeling of having achieved something. So this like feeds into the whole thing of like trying to reframe things. So yeah. like sometimes if you if you've like taken an L in some aspect of your life and you're not feeling great about yourself. Um, one of the like the ways of like boosting your self esteem or putting yourself back on that road to recovery is um, by like undertaking some sort of activity that you know you can easily do. So like it could be as simple as like I'm gonna get up and go for a run this um this more next tomorrow morning, or I'm gonna challenge myself to cook something like, like just yeah. something small and arbitrary can like help put you in like in a better and brighter headspace. So that you can then review whatever situation you're reeling from in a much better frame of mind. Like, um, what's his name? Is it Michael Beckwith? Um, yeah. When he talks about raising your vibration. Yeah. Like raising the frequency that you're thinking on. Like you don't want to be on the low down here and expecting positive results. to come. You want to be a bit higher up. To he get literally what? just bobs his head down and up. He, he physically did it, guys. <laughs> don't hate me. Bob and weave, Bob and weave. <laughs> Um, and then the other one before I get on to um, the other point that I wanted to make yeah no I guess I've been screaming it all along um, about mindfulness like take responsibility and don't be a bystander and let your mind and your your circumstances like take do you dirty 
Yeah. Like it's so important. Like you can play an active role in this. You don't have to let these things happen to you. And, and like I said, I don't know if therapy goes a step further. And actually, there's there's well, I'm sure there's because there is a psychological explanation for why you behave in a certain way I based feel like on that stuff. Having but. having gone through it, I feel like it gives you a taste of what it's like to to be in control because you're forced right. to revisit situations or like from or, from a from your perspective not the perspective you were told yeah right. and and also as well not even it's more time than none like if you, um depends on what methodology your therapist use but they also challenge you like throughout your week when you're going about your daily life so it's no longer just about the past event you're then forced to analyze how you're behaving in the here and now as well mm. um and like they want like weekly reports and stuff um but yeah i just like that whole notion of taking responsibility like taking being mindful of yourself like setting some time aside like just or going for a walk like it can happen in, in so many different ways downloading the headspace app like it doesn't need or just having a conversation with a friend like that can sometimes help um you to be mindful it doesn't have to just be the kumbaya folk like feet folded up and and with the yeah. incense and stuff like there's different ways like just of of attacking this and taking responsibility for your life and hopefully putting yourself in the best position possible to boost your self-esteem um anywho the thing that i want to tack before we get on to um like the furloughs and stuff mm -hmm. um the body image thing going back to that yeah <laughs> so i feel like Again, the whole reason why I wanted to do this podcast now rather than before or just plucking out the air at any given time is um, I feel like this lockdown is forcing, is challenging us like mm -hmm. in terms of like our self-esteem. Like, because like, as I said, negative things are happening. And one of the negative things that have happened before we get onto the, the more serious stuff is um, so obviously I've been eating like crazy and I've not been exercising as much. And like, I, I can see it in the mornings when I get ready, like, and I'm getting changed and stuff. Like, I'm not feeling as great yeah. about myself. And it's just making me think, like, wow, if I'm feeling this, you know that there's people out there that have serious body, like, image issues. Yeah. And this whole... Because, as you said, we've lost, like... I know it might not seem like much, but, like, not commuting, not being out as much is, like, is, is reduced our level of activity. Hold on. So there is a word for it. So we can Every fitness person out here is already knows what I'm about to so it's just um non-exercise activity thermogenesis yeah so it's so called neat so it's basically all the activity you do that's outside of exercise so it's um the amount of calories it takes for you to go up the stairs or to digest food no that's separate but basically the non-exercise activities like your step count yeah going for lunch like, at yeah. work or something like there's all these little but and it all contributes so there is a logical reason why my body may not be normal from my perspective and yet it's still i can feel like this creeping sense of like unhappiness yeah and it, i just feel like this is like a, the beginning of a downward spiral in terms of like my self-esteem because before i didn't have these issues but then because of this lockdown to get what i'm saying yeah. it's just like now i've got a work hard and, and take the responsibility to recognize that you're I mean, in a unique situation um and that i just need to be mindful of of the circumstance and and allow that to give myself the break i need so i don't get on myself so much or just like take responsibility and actually go running or like do you get what i'm, I'm trying to yeah. use that as an example of um 
of how this lockdown could uh, could potentially be affecting our self-esteem at the moment and then getting on to now the bigger ones and stuff like um people that may potentially be losing their job or if they're on part-time furloughs and this is it, i feel like we're all going to be tested and i feel like it's so so important to like take heed of what we've been discussing today and like put into practice some of the solutions that we've put forward yeah agreed um do you have any um thoughts on on body image oh, yeah. i think yeah the example i was trying to say was i can't remember um just about oh yeah i think that that i i thought i had like really great body image um and i just had that perception of myself and then i think it was challenged when i uh i think when i got ill i think i'm trying to think when like yeah i was dealing with like chronic pain and stuff but again as well it's Um, like you're it's like it's nuts how something bad happens but you are in a dialogue and everything seems to skip over that very important and very plausible thing and no i was just trying to remember it in a timeline but i think the what 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 it revealed to me was that my high self-esteem or my high my um my positive body image was very conditional so i the few times in my life where i thought i didn't have like a nice body or good body or whatever were times where i can pinpoint them it was when i had like a growth spurt at 17 (laughs) i remember that um coupled with like not exercising because i like stopped going doing swimming club and whatever and i don't i can't remember but anyway i um yeah so I had a growth spurt then and like that that was a thing and then the other was um coming out of uh uni I had like no no that was fine no that was actually quite positive because I was yeah but it was I had like especially good self-esteem there because I I basically lost weight um and everyone was commenting on, on it so that happened and then um more recently and then things were sort of fine everything was fine but it was very conditional it was just like yeah no I think I look great but it on the condition that I stay as I am um and then more recently in the last couple of years just general mental health issues eating emotionally da 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 and then just kind of having this downward trajectory of lower 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 body image coupled with like chronic pain and and just basically pain um, that was unanswered and yeah so what I, what I mean is just that it was conditional and now I'm kind of coming out the other side and um, I just my body is different and I'm just trying to make peace with that that I don't want to have to have this conditional relationship with it and also as well body image is one of those ones where we're talking about um, like adopting somebody else's thresholds or somebody else's standards rather than coming up with yeah. your own authentic ones and what i think it it means for me is that i probably will have um like i have to i have for my own health like i have to i think we were talking about this in the new year's resolutions one about how um you know it's important for me for my for my health to lose weight but i'm concerned about the the slippery slope that that can create um so you know i don't i don't want to have to go down that road and then think that 
do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. It, I should just be doing it because it's good for my health. And what, like you said, the limits that you create for yourself shouldn't be. They should be for yourself. So for me, it's like, what weight is good for me? Where I feel energized and I feel kind of light on my feet, and I can go for a run and feel good. That's the way I want to be. Yeah. You know. So whatever that looks like and i know from my past that it looks like a certain it it has a certain number attached to it like a range um but i don't weigh myself any like i just don't i'm not interested in that anymore you know i Um, feel like (laughs) this might sound really stupid but i feel like i've become even more aware of like weight and stuff because of ufc (laughs) because you know how the fighters have to get us to get to a certain weight and obviously yeah, that's really unhealthy like they're dehydrating themselves and like more time than none once they make the weight they like balloon back up again yeah and like every time i step on the scales i'm like Oop, you're now in this weight category and i'm like no i don't want to fight that guy and then i'm like i have to get lower it's just i know it's stupid but it has like been playing around in my mind and stuff but bringing it back to um and i guess we should probably close now but um, bringing it back to the challenges ahead, I, I hope that this conversation will um, tune your mind in the right frequency so that you can be a bit more alert because, as I said, it's July the 7th now and I know there's going to be a whole bunch of challenges coming and, and not mm-hmm. to mention, like, the winter is coming as well and we know what that could spell out for this. It's basically creating the the, the environment that virus is thriving and... I feel like we should all just try and do our best to like stay strong mm-hmm. and part of doing that is like as we said like being mindful like challenging our perceptions of ourselves and just trying to like mentally condition ourselves and put ourselves in the best position possible to be able to handle what's to come mm-hmm. and in, also as well not necessarily just for ourselves but being there for others in our lives and being able to support them as well so yeah I just I I really hope that you take heed of this convo and I hope it's inspired you in some way and I hope that um that you'll Wait, be okay with corona. Yeah, no, I was I was going to say I feel like there's not really much to say on that apart from like like if if you if you've been listening for the past hour it will give you the keys that you need okay. in order to be able to um, Well, no, to just tackle. quickly touch on like job security. Yeah, so okay, uh, well, okay. Um <laughs> well, I was fully winding up there. Um yeah just on job security like you are not your job remember that that's what i would say yeah um just because your career went went, went one way doesn't mean that it's over like there's countless people that we've seen that have started their careers like later in life or yeah and like you don't have to be so married to whatever schedule you had like just know that you can um you can be fluid and you still can do it and it doesn't have to be the end of you and, and like, also if you don't know what your quote purpose is i i'm just sort of okay with that at this point yeah i'm just i've made peace with that i don't i think finding purpose is a really elusive sort of phrase um uh, a journalist uh, nur tukuri talks about um purpose i'm going to paraphrase this really badly but purpose is coupling your um, your skill set with your um, with your trauma or with your um, or what has kind of like shaped you so with that 
if you if there is something that you've been through um, that shapes who you are kind of turning your pain into purpose does that make sense yeah like this is that whole classic thing of like Coupling when life gives your... you lemons get make lemonade like yeah. there's gonna be but also applying your skill set yeah. so if you're good at communicating if you're good at um if you're uh good at art if you're good at music if you're good at public speaking if you're good at organizing like what is the thing what are the things that you're good at and then coupling that with the thing that you're that kind of keeps you awake at night the thing that's that you're passionate the, the topic that you're passionate about the thing that that has shaped your life in some way um so also you know just touching on that um one thing that i did see that i forgot to write down um that can help you as well is like this it could be a potentially an opportunity for you to like reimagine your life and mm. to like have a new vision for yourself mm-hmm. so like yes like i mean instead of remunerating on on the negativity and of what's happened and stuff like get out there and dream like actually have some hope and some ambition for yourself because this could potentially could be a restart for yourself and i just i'm very conscious i just don't want people to to get like wide swept or like just absolutely backhanded by um like yeah it's it's not a great thing but just don't see it as the end like stay strong and like tackle your your sense your sense of self and boost yourself up like be your best advocate like just be there for yourself and mm. yeah i think that's all i want to say on the corona front i feel like hopefully what we've discussed today can you know point towards what's the right way to navigate this and i'm always here if you've got access to me to you know talk further or you know i hate that you keep doing that at the end of it if you know me personally you're allowed to talk to me <laughs> so rude anyway if not speak to sophia if you know her if only if you know me if you don't you can jog on yeah <laughs> or send me a friend request on instagram maybe um except let's let's start plugging i'm gonna put it in the description our, our social media handles yeah <laughs> and uh yeah but yeah, um, do you have anything final you want to say? Um, da, da, da. Yeah, I want to leave it with this quote that I found. I didn't find... Well, I found it like 2014. This is this is the one that I was trying to find back in the meditation one. Because all of this just kind of goes back to that for me. Yeah, I feel like this is... like this is. We should make a... Uh, I wish you could make playlists on, on Spotify and Apple Music. But I feel like the meditation, the ego episode and this one, like, all fit really They all well. fit together. Yeah. And maybe they're not... Maybe one's more um, coherent than the other. But <laughs> I won't, I won't <laughs> spoil which one it is. <laughs> um, so this is from Gregory Foster. So it says, You aren't your body. You aren't your race. You aren't your gender. You aren't your nationality. You aren't your clothes, job, education, or relationships. You are the silent, still awareness that watches. You are the kindness you express. You are the love you give. I like to take that and internalize that. That's a really nice ending. I know. Well, you're welcome. Guys, thank you for listening. Good luck. Stay strong. Yeah, Um, this has been a tough, it's been a tough time. It's been a reflective time we've had some perspective on how privileged and lucky we are we've also just dealt with emotional stuff and we're entitled to feel those things too 
but yeah, no, try and use this as an opportunity to to get honest with yourself, and so so that you can come out of all of this with with a heightened level of authenticity, right? I guess that's the aim. Okay. Thanks, Tom. It's okay. Um, I lowkey wanna. You can feel free to cut this at this point, but I just wanna put this on record and see your reaction. Um, so I've just seen on my screen here, you know, Usain Bolt, he's had his daughter. Yeah, yeah he's, um, his daughter's just been born. Guess what he named her? What? Olympia Lightning Bolt. <sighs> that okay. is such a legit name. Okay, thanks, Tom. <laughs> Say goodbye now. <laughs> oh, Arsenal game's on. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>